life-changing evolution eclipse season preview fast-paced drama, big endings, new beginnings, and a sense of direction with purpose. Eclipses eclipse people, places, and things in and out of your life. The power of this energy is supercharged to embrace these endings, to compel you to let go of anything that no longer serves you. Eclipses force sudden change. This can be on your part or something that is completely beyond your control, but will still affect you. Eclipses are a realignment of where we're off track in life. This cosmic energy is often felt six to eight weeks prior to the events that lead up to the actual date. That is why this time period is so important for you to take notes of events that are happening because nothing is by chance. So eclipses are full and new moons. They occur when the earth, the sun, and the moon, they all align in a way that either the earth's shadow falls on the moon, a lunar eclipse, or the moon's shadow falls on the earth, which is a solar eclipse. Eclipses come in pairs and they occur over a span of 18 months. They activate the nodal axis formed by your north node and the south node representing our karmic journey and evolution. They're bringing you a sense of destiny. They're an 18 month cycle that is a total of an 18 year cycle where they rotate opposite of the planets activating different parts of your chart and your life. They are realignments of where we have veered off in our path in life. We are now in a period of one eclipse cycle is starting and another one is ending. And the two eclipse axes are Aries, Libra, and Taurus and Scorpio. The start of Aries and Libra eclipses began on April 20th with this hybrid new moon solar eclipse. The October 14th, 2023 eclipse is going to be a solar eclipse that's happening during this new moon phase where the moon comes between the earth and the sun. And so this prevents the sunlight from reaching us. So think of this for just a second. The moon, your emotions, your feelings, your intuition is coming between you and preventing you from seeing or reaching or doing something. This is an ending. It's in order to push you towards this new beginning in your life. Aries represents the self, its individuality, it's an initiation. The start of this Aries eclipses, they signify a period of self-discovery and you taking these bold, independent actions. So think back to the time period of April this year when your focus was to initiate something for yourself. This eclipse is about continuing to bring forth these opportunities for your personal growth, your leadership, and courage. Now, Libra axis, it represents balance, relationships, and harmony. The balance of the themes that are related to your partnerships, diplomacy, and finding equilibrium in your life. These eclipses, they work opposite of each other in order to bring about changes in how you relate to others and how you address these relationship imbalances and your personal boundaries. Now we have an ending of the Taurus and Scorpio eclipse cycle that's going to happen on October 28th. Taurus signifies stability, where you seek material possessions, your sensuality. It, the, it enhances the themes of your self-worth, your security, values, and your material aspects in your life. 
the eclipse energy over the last year and a half, they've prompted you to evaluate the balance between your inner and your outer resources. The ending of this Taurus Scorpio eclipses, they may suggest a period of a culmination of your financial matters or a reevaluation of your values. This is also a, t a time where you want to enjoy the fruits of one's labor to make important decisions regarding your assets. Because Scorpio, it represents transformation, intensity, and depth not afraid to go there. And the ending of the Scorpio eclipses indicate a phase of your personal evolution and a regeneration that's coming to a close. This is going to be the final push to release any emotional baggage, to let go of any old patterns, and embrace a sense of empowerment for you. This period has brought you transformation and exploration of your personal desires. And in order for you to find this balance between your emotional and your material needs. So now in October, we're going to experience the push into new territory of this Aries Libra themes in your life that stimulate these actions in order for you to recognize self and your relationships and the conclusion of the Taurus Scorpio axis, signifying a team, a time of consolidation and transformation of your life. So you can now focus on you with a, uh, a healthy idea of what are your boundaries surrounding this transformation of your wants, your needs, and your desires. Hi, I'm your astrologer, Patricia Tate, and this is your eclipse season preview for October, 2023. So for Aries sun and Aries rising, this eclipse is occurring in your seventh house. I want to draw your attention to the south node is here. The south node is about what do I release? We're having this new moon that's things are being eclipsed. People, places, and things are being eclipsed out of your life. And Mercury is you communicating that. The seventh house represents your partners, your relationships, your business partners. This could be clients. These could be some friends. These could be natural endings where people move away. Or this could be the business partnership has come to an end or the client no longer needs your service. It could also be an ending or a separation of specific relationships that you have contracts with. Libra wants to keep Keep everything together and it wants to negotiate. If you notice that the North Node is in your first house of self, you supposed to be taking um, your own individual needs first in order to liberate yourself with other people. Um, Libra wants to bind you and keep everything together. And so where have you been self-indulgent where you have pleased other people or stayed in a relationship for too long that it's outlived itself or been in a committed relationship either with business or with clients that it's, it's past its due date. So are you being the victim by choice? You have to make the decision at this point that you're going to be ending some of these things in order to move on to new beginnings. Now there is this hard aspect of a square to Pluto in your house of career, how people see you. So definitely all of these uh, new beginnings, which come with hard endings, 
are going to affect how people see you. Pluto is the planet of transformation. You being seen as somebody different in the outside world because the focus is supposed to be on who you are ultimately becoming. Aries is fiery, passionate, taking these bold actions. It's about who are you coming into of your own, taking care of your own individual needs and liberating yourself moving forward with um, Aries energy. Now it's going to come at with some difficulty. There's definitely going to be some um, problems that go along with like you're just not going to expect some of these. And this could be somebody else ending a relationship or this could be you saying it's time to end this relationship. And remember, these could be friends that you've had forever or business partners and something that comes at a natural ending. We have Neptune here and uh, Jupiter and Uranus, and they're both pointing to the saying that look uh, in your heart of hearts that you've seen this coming for a long time. Neptune has blurred the lines and said that um, that I hope that this will change. I wish that this will change because it's in your 12th house. It's the hidden house and Jupiter and Uranus in your second house. Your self-worth is on the line here. So the change that's going to happen will uh, improve your self-worth. It's about you improving who you really are, stepping into your own. And then two weeks later, we move on to the 28th, the 28th, and you can notice again, the hard aspects are still here, but now we have the sun in your, let me circle this, in your eighth house. This is the house of shared resources. This is the house of deep bonding. This is the house of alimony, child support. It's wills. It's things that, uh, contracts and things that you have wrapped up with other people. It's all shared resources and inheritances. Now you're going to have this full moon with the endings of things that have to do with the Scorpio Taurus axis, where you have done the inner work and you are working on your personal security in order to move forward. We have this moon that's full, illuminating some things that have to do with your cash, your property, but the sun is in your eighth house with Mercury and Mars. I have to go after this. I have to be the one to initiate these endings of these contracts. I have to be the one to look over them. And are they gonna be deep cuts? Absolutely. Uranus is here saying, this is still gonna come as a great shock and surprise. Now, there is a beautiful trine to to Venus um, in your sixth house of mental, physical, spiritual uh, health, well-being, and getting guidance. And so in the end, this is going to be a total ending of a year and a half that this has been going on over this time period of you have to take care of your resources first. You have to take care of yourself because of this uh, your your security, your inner work of making sure that your house, your home, your your body, your the temple of is solid and stable and that you are surrounding yourself with people that can support that because the eclipses moving into your first and seventh house are you focusing on who am I really going to bring into my life at this time? Who do I allow um, access? Because I have given my power away to to some people. This could be friends or business partners or significant others. And now it's about you taking it back. You having these healthy boundaries around um, what is in your best and your highest good. 
this ending is, if you've done the work for the last year and a half, these things are all coming to an ending that you can now focus only on yourself and not have to focus on the other people in your life that are not healthy for you. And this could be, again, business partners, significant others, friends. Um, these are people that would be like in your, your circle. And this can also be clients. Remember, these are people that you will have contracts with. The eighth house uh, is also the house where you have, like I said, the alimony, the child support, and it was a renegotiating or where do you stand and you having to fight for your own rights of things and making things fair and equitable, having your voice heard. So both parts of these axes are going to be activated for the month of October. One, a push in the direction of you need to be focusing on self first, not being selfish, but self first for self-preservation. And then an ending of a cycle of where you've worked on things that you've had with these other people. And now it is the final like straw where, okay, I'm ready to uh, put the past behind me and now only focus on myself and what my needs are. So I would love to hear about how this resonates with you in the comments below. For more on this, please check out your October forecast and look at the video on destiny and fate to give you more information on this. And please join me on Tuesdays for live tarot and astrology readings at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And for more updates, please subscribe. So for Taurus Sun and Taurus Rising, this eclipse on October 14th is going to be in your sixth house. The sixth house represents you finding a guide, you finding a mentor. It's also the house of pets and um, aunts, uncles. It's uh, the house of where you need to take care of your mind, your body, your spirit. All of those topics are being illuminated and finding a balance of this and your 12th house. Now the north node is if you look at this hard these hard lines that go between your 12th house and your 6th house, the north node is saying I need to take more time for myself. I am I should not allow all my volunteer work or all of the service that I give to others or me working uh, working too much, not finding a balance between your home and your work because it is doing a disservice for yourself. Where we have Libra is where we have been giving away or not finding a balance between your home and your work and partnerships and your relationship with yourself. It's about boundaries. A new moon is going to be this beautiful opportunity with this eclipse of what are you going to let go? Where have you given too much of your time, your effort, your energy? What are you ready to release? Um, Mercury here is, is offering you this opportunity to communicate it in a way that is healthy. The North Node signifying, I have to go after things and uh, preserve more time for my mental stability. Uh, the North Node in the 12th house, the 12th house is the house of, of time out where I give myself, um, I need to pay attention to my intuition, my dreams. It's the subconscious realm. It's the house where we go for healing, whether it be mental healing or physical healing. It's the house of rest and it's you taking time out for yourself, paying attention to your dreams, your intuition of what is in your best interest. Now there is this big square, first there's this opposition, but the square culminates with Pluto in your ninth house. The ninth house is where you want to connect with um, cross-cultural 
ex experiences with foreign people, places, things. It's learning, it's teaching, and it's you saying, I want to do all this. And who do I do this with? And I'm exhausted because I'm being pulled in all these different directions. And so you are going to be uh, illuminating, uh, illuminating, you are going to be eliminating some experiences or some people, places, and things in your life in order for you to better focus on your health needs and your resources of things that you want to do yourself. We have, uh, you are saddled by Neptune on one side with your hopes, your wishes, your dreams, and saying this is going to be at a cost with who you are if you don't pay attention to these things. Because the house of of where you have Aries, your 12th house is where you need to take the bold action. I'm going to follow my faith. I'm going to follow my intuition. I'm going to follow my dreams. It's about individualizing things and not saying I'm going to put myself on a back burner. Remember where we have um, Libra is where we're going to be liberating ourselves from. You are going to be liberating yourself from some activities that have to do with your work and your home and having to find this balance between these things. Your daily habits, you are going to be liberating yourself where have you been a victim by choice? Where you have just given in because it's easier than fighting for what you want and what you need. So I want to move forward to the 28th. So on the 28th, I want to draw your attention to now the sun is in your seventh house of partnerships, relationships. It's there with Mercury and Mars, and you have this full moon illuminating everything that has to do with your first house of self, your identity, your personal habits, your desires, your personal interests. Again, we have this hard opposition. So we know that for the past year and a half, you have totally undergone a transformation of what do you personally value? And who are the partners that, that you spend your uh, most, um, that you do your most inner work with, the, the most, the deepest transformations have gone through? Scorpio in the seventh house is, I want to have deep connections with my significant others, my partners, my friends, my clients. And so over the last year and a half, you have totally transformed these two areas of yourself, of who you are and who you can trust, who you can bond with, who you can completely allow yourself to be with who you are. It's the house of, uh, well, Scorpio is like when you have these deep bonding experiences and where people have let you down. And so now we have this full moon saying, I'm no longer that person. And you have, uh, I, I have given you information, I've given you part of me, you have not uh, proven yourself to be trustworthy, or I can value your opinion. I, I don't feel safe and secure either working with you, being with you in this context of a relationship or a business partnership or a friendship. And now I'm ready to finally let some things go. This has been going on for the last year and a half and there, there's been a lot of triggers and you've had this these illuminating moments of, aha, I finally, I, I'm, I get it. I have enough space away 
that I have to work on liberating myself. I have to look at where I have been the victim and where I am no longer allowing that to happen. I have to now move forward in my life and work on boundaries for sacred space of where I can follow my dreams, where I can follow my intuition, because maybe this person has gaslighted you. Maybe they have not believed in what the things that you have said to them. Well, you have to follow your intuition because your intuition is what keeps you safe, solid, and grounded. Um, where you have your Aries in your 12th house is where you're going to have these bold actions to move forward with, I need to follow my individual needs. And so you have these, these opportunities that are ending and they could be natural endings. Maybe the client no longer needs your service and maybe your friend has moved away or maybe you and your partner have come to amicable agreements of this is no longer working for the two of us and so now we need to separate some things and so you have done the inner work and now you're ready to move forward with truly you're solid you're stable you're grounded with who you are as a person because taurus rising is um, creating the stability of I want to stand on firm ground with who I am independently before I connect up with somebody else. So I would love to hear about how this resonates with you, dear Taurus, in the comments below. And so for more information on this, please check out the October forecast and check out the video on destiny and fate. Please join me live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time where we explore tarot and astrology. And for more updates, as soon as they're released, please subscribe. So for Gemini Sun and Gemini Rising, the new areas of your life that you're going to be exploring are uh, your personal hopes, wishes, dreams, goals, your North Node in your 11th house is the direction in which Aries you're supposed to be going after and finding liberation and finding a balance between uh, this eclipse that's occurring in your fifth house. The fifth house is what brings joy to you. This is this could be gambling, this could be affairs, this could be art, creativity, music. It's exploring things that bring you joy. This can also be the house of children or childlike activities. These are um, casual things that you do that bring you great pleasure. And so now you are exploring these two areas of your life. The Aries axis is where I need to take bold actions of I have to go after my hopes, my wishes, my dreams, and where have I joined others and supported them. And it's not what I want to do anymore. We have Pluto in a square and your eighth house of your shared resources. These are contracts. These are um, alimony, child support. These are things that you have connected with other people. It can also be inheritances. And so this is in square with what you really want to do. And so this we have the sun illuminating. Look, this is the house of joy or children. Uh, I have to focus on this but we have this new moon and it's a solar eclipse. So it's either moving children out of your house or it's bringing life of children into your house or it's bringing in an affair of somebody amazing and magical that you wanna spend your life with. The south note is I have to release my inhibitions in this area. I have to leave some things behind. And Mercury, you are ruled by the planet of Mercury because you're a Gemini rising. And 
um, Mercury is now moving forward saying, I have the words, this is all about me, this is what I want to do, I want to explore this, I want to write poetry, I want to write music, I want to do these things, and I want to do them for a career, or I want to connect with other groups of people who um, are like-minded, my 11th house. So this is going to be also about boundaries of, of where you have given away your power. Have you given it away to your children and just given too much energy to your children or to a lover? Or you have practiced, uh, let's say you were playing the piano and it no longer brings you joy and you've done it forever and everybody expects you to do it. It's time to liberate yourself from it. Go do something else that you want to do. This is going to be a new beginning of things that you want to do. Aries is where you are liberating yourself of where you have been the victim, whether by choice or circumstance. And now you're going to liberate yourself and say, this is the area of my life that I want to go after. Now, next on the 28th, on the 28th, the nodes are moving or the eclipses are happening now in your sixth house. So this is going to be this huge ending, your sixth and your 12th house. The sixth house is the house of your health, your mental, physical, spiritual health, well-being. It's also the house where you have guides or doctors or pets, uh, people who support you and help you mentally, physically, spiritually. And so the sun is here and Mercury is here and how you're communicating and Mars of going after. Now it's illuminating a full moon. These uh, endings, these major endings of maybe you are no longer, remember that the 12th house is the house where it's of seclusion. So this could be ending of a health issue, or this could be ending of where you've been working on your shadow self and you have finally released all of these uh, karmic uh, things that have gone on from one generation to another in your life. The 12th house represents these hidden energies, these, uh, it's your dreams, your intuition, it's the Kashic records, it's the spiritual realm, it's, it's, it's prisons and rehab, it's where you go to be alone, it's the, the house of seclusion. And so for the last year and a half, Scorpio is where we do deep psychological work and Taurus is wanting solid and stable and reliable, um, grounded, earthy energy. And so for the last year and a half, this has been deep, hard psychological work for you, whether it's been health related or mental health related or where you're being forced to put your life on pause to figure some things out. It's about you doing the inner work in order to have the security, the stability on the inside to move forward with. Remember that uh, you've been working on this for the last year and a half, and this is an opportunity that if you've done the work, you're gonna be able to put all of this in the, the past. You're gonna be able to liberate yourself to say, all right, uh, this is the karma, I'm done with it, either it's generational karma or it's past life karma. It's however you want to look at it. But the 12th house is the house of shadow where I release some things. And so for the last year and a half, you have been working through one issue after another that has been inner work for you because Scorpio is about going deep 
and understanding the psychological either trauma or the connections that you've had with other people and how do you release them. And so this is the final hurrah of okay. This is the last bit of, of information that um, is going to be revealed that I can now release because now I'm going to focus on my hopes, my wishes, my dreams. I am now ready to liberate myself and move forward with what I want to do that I'm no longer following what family has expected of me or generational or um, what anybody has expected of you. This is about being released from all of those expectations and you going after what it is that you wanna do. All right, so I would love to hear, Gemini, how this resonates with you in the comments below. So please check out the October astrology forecast and check out the video on destiny and fate. Please join me on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time where I do live tarot and astrology at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And for more updates as soon as they're released, please subscribe. All right, so for Cancer Sun and Cancer Rising, this is going to be so amazing and transformative for you because we have this eclipse occurring at the bottom of your chart, like your house, your home, your family, your, um, it's, it's the foundation, it's your real estate, it's your property, it's your home environment and anybody that's in your home. And the opposite is you in the outside world. This is you coming out of, I am more than who I am at home. We have the sun and moon um, conjunct together with the south node of, I need to release some of these things. It's pointing in the direction of, I need to liberate myself. I have been way too Libra-like in this area of my life where I have not paid attention to my individual needs of who I really am going after, after the, the, my passions, my drive. The north node is pointing to you in the outside world, your career, your legacy. It's your public life. It's how people see you. It is you being known or seen and doing what you want to do, not what has been expected of you, either because of family members or because it's always been that way in our family or generational. Uh, this is you creating new boundaries. It's about you taking these bold actions. It's you liberating yourself. It's about you being self-indulgent that I deserve this. I have put forth all of this work at home. I need to know who I am independent of in the outside world. Remember that where we have Libra, this is where things have binded us, where we have been a victim, either by choice or by other circumstances. And now you're going to spend the next year, year and a half saying, I am going to liberate myself and focus on what my wants, needs, desires are. There is this hard aspect of a square with Pluto in your seventh house of relationships. Now the seventh house is clients, one-on-one -on -one relationships, your friends, so um, this is also your significant other. These are people in your life that are, it's like the, the house of plus one. The seventh house is your marriage partners, your business partners. And so this is the contention that's pushing you to say, you have to do this. You have to make the choice. It's either gonna be this or it's gonna be this. Pluto is not wanting to budge at all. And so it's going to be you, Aries, Aries at the top of your chart, you Cancer, using the Aries at the top of your chart saying, I have to make the decision here. I have to choose between like partner or my home and who am I here and who am I there? And, and 
I need to be self-indulgent. I have to be thinking about myself first. What are my wants? What are my needs? What are my desires? Now that is the new cycle that has started. And so the cycle that's ending, let's take a look at that. So the cycle that's ending is on October 28th. And that is going to be with your fifth house of children and joy and pleasure and your 11th house of your personal hopes, wishes, and dreams. So for the last year and a half, your focus has been totally on my children, things that bring me joy, art, music, creativity. I need to find this in my life. And your 11th house of, I need to find groups that align with these new goals. I, where have I, where have I given myself so much that I lost myself? And now I am ending this cycle because I have new hopes, wishes, dreams. I have new goals. I'm focused on myself. My children are going to go do their things or my creative projects. I'm now no longer jumping on the bandwagon with other people and theirs. Remember that the Scorpio house is where it's, it's deep. It's like hard to cut away these things. It's about doing the inner work. And the Taurus house is where you need solid, stable, reliable, um, steady growth. And so you are no longer going to be joining other people on things that they want to do. You're going to be focused on what you want to do. And in order to do that, there's this ending of this cycle in order for you to be focused on your career and setting healthy boundaries with partners and home and family and children and anybody else that's in the home or work environment. So this is going to be um, like this is a building of energy for you. And it's going to be totally transforming of who you are in the outside world, focusing in on your personal wants, needs and desires, you going after them, you being self-indulgent and liberating yourself once and for all. So I would love to hear how this resonates with you, Cancer, in the comments below. And so for more, please check out the October astrology forecast and the video on destiny and fate. Please follow me live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we talk astrology and uh, tarot. And for more updates, please subscribe. So for Leo Sun and Leo Rising, the beginning that we're going to be starting in your life, it actually started back in April, but now you're really going to feel the energy start to magnify. We have a, an eclipse in your third house of communication. It's travel. It is short distance travel, but it's a eclipsing um, it could be education, it could be things that you're writing, you're journaling, it could be um, it could be siblings, it could be your neighbors. There's going to be this new, fresh uh, insight as to a new beginning of who are you close to home? How are you communicating? Mercury is now going direct and Mercury is going to be, I want to be a peacemaker, but Aries is saying you have to focus on yourself first. The sun is saying, I want to have this balance, but the moon is saying that I have to, I have to pay attention to my emotional needs and desires also. And the south note is, 
saying, look, we're going to have to release some things. This no longer serves us because the Aries part of your chart is the North Node. This is your destiny. This is the direction in which you're supposed to be going. You are supposed to be connecting with other people far and wide through education, through spirituality, diving into classes, diving into workshops. This is about shared beliefs. This is you diving into... Um, cross-cultural experiences where you travel somewhere. And so Aries is going to be you doing this, you taking the time out to do what you want to do, explore these avenues, even if you have to do it by yourself. Aries is putting your needs before others in order to explore these things. Remember that this is going to be a time where you're going to have to uh, create some healthy boundaries of and liberate yourself. What what has binded you? This could be neighbors. This could be your siblings. These are could these could be restraints or constraints of things that have kept you near your home, and maybe you have become a victim either by choice or by circumstance. And so for the next year, year and a half, you're going to be working to liberate yourself in order to follow your destiny of you getting out there in the outside world, you connecting with other like-minded people, places, things. You are checking in on what are your individual needs for exploration, for publishing, or for journaling, or for taking your ideas to the next level. Remember that the ninth house is also the house of travel, and it's the house of law. It's the house of where you take classes and workshops. It's also the house where you can turn around and become the teacher of those of this information that you are gathering. So it's these are um, avenues that you are exploring in your life right now, making sure that you are going after what you want to do first. Now, there is a square, it's a hard aspect, to Pluto, which is in your sixth house. This is where you feel you are of service to other people. It's also the house of your daily habits, pets, and it's the house where we find mentorship. And so maybe you are going to find somebody, a counselor who can guide you into the correct words that you can use to separate yourself or extricate yourself some, from some of these agreements that you've gotten yourself into, or uh, somebody who will help you to set healthy boundaries for saying, I can give of this because remember, this is the this is the sixth house is where you balance your home and your work of where you give too much and it's your daily habits. And so maybe finding somebody who can support you or give you this guidance because you can't do both. Pluto in your sixth house is saying, you got to choose. You're either going to do what you want or you're going to please other people. And if you please the other people, it's going to come at a... Uh, uh, it's going to hurt your mental health, your physical health, your spiritual health. It will uh, be a detriment to who you are spiritually. Giving, giving, giving all the time to other people serves you no good. And so the focus is going to be on where do you want to go and what do you want to do. Now, as we move forward onto the 28th, so on the 28th, we're going to have another eclipse. Now this is ending a cycle. So we're going to have this full moon in your 10th house and the sun is illuminating your fourth house. The sun illuminating your fourth house is a release of um, ancestral 
um, trauma, ancestral, uh, like generational of what is expected of you, uh, something, maybe you are selling off property, selling off your real estate. Um, the sun is here uh, illuminating this. Mercury is here of I'm now ready to communicate and I've been working on this for the last year and a half. And Mars is here, uh, the depositor of where you're supposed to be going, saying, I have to initiate this. I have to cut the final straw to make this end because there's for the last year and a half, you have been trying to find a balance between your home and your work, your career. The moon is illuminating something that's full in the top of your career. And so this could be an ending to something that has to do with your career, your job, your legacy. You could be retiring. You could be leaving a job. You could be ending this part and moving on to something else. The 10th house is your public life. And maybe you're ready to take a break from the public life and retreat and spend more time on doing what you want to do by exploring and doing those things that bring you joy. This has been the house, the fourth house has been the house where you have played the victim either by choice or circumstance of where you've attached yourself either to traditions that have been passed on or people in the home who've made you feel guilty about some things and that over the last year and a half you've said, I have to release myself from this. I have to do the inner work. I have to have security in my job, in my public life. I have to worry about me. And so this part of your life should be uh, solid, stable, and secure at this point because now you're going to be moving on to what are your hopes, your wishes, your needs, your desires, and that's going to be traveling, studying, publishing, all those amazing topics that are going to be opening you up to new beginnings, new um, experiences across cult cross-cultural ideas and thoughts. So I would love to hear about how this resonates with you, Leo, in the comments below. For more, please check out your October forecast and check out the video on destiny and fate. And please join me on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time live where I do tarot or astrology readings. And for more updates as soon as they're released, please subscribe. So for Virgo Sun and Virgo Rising, you are starting on a new adventure of your life with balance between your second house of what is your personal resources, what is your self-worth, your cash, your property, and objects, things, people, places, things that belong to other people. The eighth house is the house of shared resources. It's cash, property that belongs with other people that you have contracts with. These can be business partners or significant others. These could be family members or significant others or relationships that you have these deep bonds with that either go not only in this lifetime, but it could be like in past lifetimes where you just feel connected to them. And so Aries North Node is this is the direction in which you're supposed to be moving towards. I need to I need to have these relationships. I need to have trust where I can find people that I can bond with on a very deep level and that I can commit to. And the Libra house that's being eclipsed is the sun is there with this is my self-worth. This is this is my cash. This is my property. This is everything that I have. The second house is your money, your finances, your job. And the moon is illuminating your feelings, your intuition about these topics in your life. Mercury, now that it's moving direct, is communicating and saying that these are the things that I need. These are the things that I need in order to feel secure. And these are the boundaries that I'm going to have to set. And what do you 
you going to leave behind? The south node is where we go when we feel uncomfortable about change. And so this is you moving and releasing some of these things and putting them in the past and saying, I need to remove these from my life. I need to get rid of some of these things. And so this is squaring Pluto in your fifth house. The fifth house is the house of children. And so there could be children um, that are making changes for you and that they're forcing your hand that has to do with what are you going to do with the extra resources or this could be you and your goals of I want to I, I want to be creative with I want to play the piano I want to invest in music lessons I want to create art I want to uh, experience this love affair I want to gamble the fifth house is the house of total of what brings you joy and pleasure and that's the house that's being squared that's the one that something has to give between where you are going and where you have been or your fear that you need to work and push past the north node in aries is saying i have to take bold actions about who i work with who i partner with and i have to make sure that my individual needs are met first before i sign on that dotted line for that contract or before i bond with them in any way I have to liberate myself from contracts and people, places, and things that are no longer doing me, that are no longer healthy for me. I have to, I have to look at where I have given myself or I've given of myself and I've been the victim either by choice or by circumstance. And I now have to liberate myself from that. I have to own that. And I have to say, I'm going to have these healthy boundaries and put my needs above everybody else's. And it's, it's my own individual needs. So moving forward with that, we're going to have an end of, let me move forward to the next on the 28th we're going to have uh, another eclipse, which is the end of a cycle. And so that has to do with things that you have been doing with uh, traveling, publishing, journaling, taking classes, taking workshops. It's the house of you getting out there and experiencing all these uh, cross-cultural experiences. And it's the house of you diving into a spirituality where you were either taking a class, becoming a student. It's There's going to be an ending to that area of your life. And the end is also going to have to do with third house themes of close to home. This could be with neighbors and with siblings. And so um, the Scorpio area of your house is where you've done this inner work of um, Scorpio is trauma. Scorpio is um, where I have had to dig deep in order to release either past generational or um, baggage that I've brought in and given to myself where I wanted to have these connections. I wanted to have these bonds with people. I wanted to have a connection with my neighbors or my siblings or people that were close to me. And it's not healthy for me. And so I've spent the last year and a half mulling these things over saying, where should I just, I, I have to now give this up. I have to focus on my my mental, physical, spiritual health, well-being. I have to get out there and focus on the reason they're not with me is we don't have the same thoughts and ideas and beliefs. I have expanded my mind 
and they are here. Their thoughts are different. And I now need to focus on what are my needs? What are my desires? And how do I move forward with um, connecting with others that are like-minded? And so you're going to have an end to this, this area of your life where um, you've done the inner work and you are now releasing it. And it's like this weight has, is going to be removed with um, feeling obligated to do some things with the family or with neighbors. It's like I no longer feel obligated to communicate in that way or to travel there and do that because the third house is communication and travel. And you are stable and you are secure. And you are now needing to move forward with your own individual needs for the next 18 months of this cycle. All right, so Virgo, I would love to hear about how this resonates with you in the comments below. And for more, please check out the October forecast and the video on the destiny and fate. Please join me live Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where I either talk tarot or I discuss what's going on with the astrology full moon and new moon. And for updates as soon as they're released, please subscribe. All right, so for Libra and Libra rising, let's talk about this. So you are having this beautiful new moon solar eclipse in your first house of self. The first house represents you, who you are, your identity. It's your personal appearance. It's how you present yourself to the world. It's your identity, your, it is everything about how you are seen and how you are known. And right now you're going through this new phase. It started back in April. We have uh, the sun incorporating your 11th house of your personal hopes, wishes, dreams, goals, these things that you want to do in these groups that you uh, participate in, in order to uh, manifest what you want to do. The moon, your emotions, your feelings that's attached to or connected to your 10th house, your career, your legacy, your life work, your purpose of where you want to go and things that you want to do and how you want to be seen in the outside world. And we have Mercury. Mercury is going to station direct um, and is just stationing. So it is now moving forward. Mercury rules over your 12th house of your, uh, it's the hidden house. It's where we go to take a respite, where we go to pay attention to our dreams, our intuition. It's the Akashic records. It's the house of going within for healing. And it's also the house where we get messages from elsewhere. Mercury also rules over your ninth house. The ninth house for you is the connection to foreign people, places, things. It's school, work, taking classes, teaching. And so all of these themes are now pointing to this new direction in which you're going to have to identify who are you as opposed to who are you with partners. The north node is in Aries that is opposite in your partnership sector of, I need to figure out who my one-on-one -on -one clients are with my identity between me and them, my identity between my friends, myself, my significant other, my business partners, and how does that affect me with where I want to go, places that I want to travel to, classes that I want to take, how does this transform who I am? It, this is about the your emotions, your feelings, your intuition, all rolling into, I need to put my hopes, my wishes, my dreams, my goals out there because I have been following other people's. I have been trying to 
give of myself and I now need healthy boundaries. I have not focused on my best and highest good in order to move forward with. I want you to think back to April and um, this is when things started. The shift started between your identity and the boundaries of what is stopping you from growth? What is stopping you from leadership? Where are you finding this courage? Uh, The sun and the moon with the south node is I need to release some things of who I really think that I am with who I want to be, who, who other people think that I am. So with this new moon, this is going to be an opportunity to uh, sever, cut, and liberate yourself. About It's about being self-indulgent. You look to what binds you. What have you done too much for others and you've not taken into consideration your own wants, needs, desires. And the houses that are included are, it's going to be all about you. For the next year and a half, the focus is going to be on starting things that you put your wants, needs, desires first. And that you are focused on how you present yourself to the world, how you, the groups and social circles, the group that you connect up with. If you wanna take a class, if you want to uh, have something published, what is it that you want to do? What work of yours do you want to put out there? And the ninth house is not only the, the house of diving into spirituality and taking classes. It's where the student becomes the teacher. Now, the opposition here between your first house and your seventh house is what is blocking you? Who is blocking you? Who have you given away too much of yourself? And where do you, where have you been the victim, either by choice or by circumstance, where you now are going to be liberating yourself and saying, I have to take control over this. I have given away my power too much. And now I need to focus on some things. And it has to do with pleasing myself before I please others. All right. So as we move forward, Let's take a look at the 28th. So two weeks later, we're going to have the 28th, another lunation, and this is going to be a full moon. Now, I like this because it's, uh, it's the ending. It's the culmination to the last year and a half of your life. And so we have the sun occurring in your second house. The second house is your cash, your property, it's your personal resources, it's your skills, it's how you see yourself in relation to what do you value. So the sun is there, Mercury is there, Mars is there. Now again, there's this big opposition between what is yours and what is somebody else's. If you've done the work for the last year and a half, because the eighth house is the house of your shared resources that you had connected with other people. It it is um, debt, it is wills, alimony, child support, cash. It's anything that's signed up with contracts. These can be uh, uh, written contracts that you have with a business partner or like a prenup or a marriage contract, or this could be personal contracts that are not written. The house, this is the house of deep bonding. And so over the last year and a half, you have worked to where you need to find uh, stability in your life. And it's the house of deep psychological um, healing because you have been wanting to, you have been working on, uh, who do I trust? 
how much do I trust them? I need to be able to surround myself with people that I trust on an, uh, a deep level with uh, commitments in my life, with sharing my intimate details about myself. This time period over the last year and a half has been this evolution and a regeneration that it's now coming to a close that you have worked towards the shared resources that you have and identified what is yours, what is in connection with others so that you can feel solid and stable in order to move forward with. Where we have Scorpio is where you needed transformation. You needed to transform your personal assets, your personal resources. Now there is this big grand earth trine that is supporting you. This is in your house of home with Pluto. Your 12th house so we do have this grand earth trend that is supporting you with uh, planets that are in your fourth house of home. This is your home, your family, your foundation, the your genealogy, it's uh, real estate, and it's also about um, uh, things that have passed down from one generation to another. Pluto is here saying that this has been going, having this great transformation of for you. And we have what's going on in your 12th house. Remember that the 12th house is where we go to be alone, where we go to um, for internal uh, rest, recovery, dreams, intuition. It's the house of, it's the house of uh, into institutions. It's also the house of rehab. It's the house where we go for meditation. It's the house where you go alone to tune in to who you to who you are and what you need in order to be solid and emotionally, physically, spiritually connected and grounded. And with this grand earth trine, you have been working for the last year and a half to create a stable home environment and most likely creating your own traditions, creating what is home to me. And so there has been this transformation and now we have this culmination over your your funds your resources and now you're ready to um, move on to explore now that my home environment has been transformed now that my resources have been have gone under um, have gone through this um, my emotional needs have been met and my material needs have been met. Now I'm ready to move on to the next year and a half of my life where I'm going to f figure out who I am and who I am in relation to everybody else, whether it be to friends or partners or significant others or work. So I would love to hear about how this resonates with you, Libra, in the comments below. For more, please check out your October forecast and check out the video on destiny and fate. Please join me Tuesdays live where... We discuss tarot and astrology at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And for more updates, please subscribe. All right, Scorpio Sun and Scorpio Rising. This first eclipse is occurring in your 12th house and it is in your 6th house. So let's talk about this. Uh, so uh, this new moon uh, is regarding things that have to do with dreams, your intuition, your connection to the spiritual realm. You have been through the ringer for the last year and a half, Scorpio, with things that have to do with your identity and your partnership sector of your life and um, needing things to be solid and stable and grounded. And so now you're going to go into a year and a half 
focusing in on your intuition and paying attention to your subconscious mind. You're going to be taking some time out for your mental, your spirituality, your 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 mental health, your physical health. The sun rules over your 10th house of your career, your public standing, your public life, your um, career, and the moon rules over your ninth house. The ninth house for you is wanting to travel, wanting to connect with other foreign people, places and things, wanting to get things published, wanting to dive into some forms of spirituality, to have these connections with other people that are far and wide, but wanting to understand it on a deep psychological level. Now, Mercury is here also. Mercury rules over your 11th house of your hopes, your wishes, your dreams, and the the people that you connect with in order to manifest those things in your life and it also rules over your eighth house of your shared resources your combined resources and debt that you have with other people so Scorpio we're looking at themes that include you going within taking time out to figure out what it is that you really need what it is that um, will make you feel safe and secure uh, this could be you taking uh, time out for a retreat the 12th house uh, also represents um, prisons and ashrams and meditation and uh, it represents all the places like hospitalizations where you go and if you don't pay attention to what's going on on the inside then you're forced to um, have a pause or a time out to take care of yourself and this is your mind your body your spirit this October 14th eclipse is a solar new beginning about things that had started back in the spring so the moon is pushing you to pay attention to your dreams your intuitions as a Scorpio rising you already have these spidey senses or these these gut instincts about um, who you should trust and if they're telling you the truth or and um, who you need to be around in order to feel secure and so you're going to have an ending to one portion of your life and this brand new beginning that's um, Aries is representing this uh, self individuality uh, your uh, you going after things the north node being in your sixth house is where are you of service to other people are you giving too much of your time to people who do not appreciate it are you finding a balance between work and home are you finding a balance in order to take care of yourself meaning are you going to the doctor uh, do you seek out uh, a counselor or a mentor um, the sixth house is where you seek out things for your daily habits to it's it's your routine and if we don't pay attention to our daily routines then we don't we don't feel well we don't do well and so this is your new direction about um, focusing on what are your needs what are the needs of others and you have to put your needs before the needs of others you have to take care of yourself and this is going to be a time of self-discovery with you taking the bold actions to say um, I need to put my my needs my opportunities my my personal growth first before I take care of anybody else you know it'll have to do with self-exploration this could be you diving into some form of spirituality or taking a class or taking a workshop 
or maybe sharing your knowledge within a group of people. And this is going to change how you look to the outside world um, with your career, with your, your hopes, your dreams, your wishes. This is you aligning with your true self. Remember that eclipses are course correctors and they put us back on path where we've veered off. And so where you veered off is not paying attention to um, uh, who you can trust and being solid and stable with partnerships and relationships, significant others. And now that part of your life is working itself out that now you're going to go within to make sure that you're really paying attention to your intuition, your gut instinct in order to stay healthy. All right. So then the next eclipse happens two weeks later on the 28th. Now this eclipse this eclipse is an ending cycle. It is about uh, ending some things that, uh, well, ending some things that had to do with the reshaping of who you are. The Taurus energy in your life is your partnerships, your relationships, your significant others. It's your one-on-one. -on -one. It's the people that you uh, either have contracts with or the people that you do business with. It's you wanting to be um, uh, financially solid, stable, and the Scorpio part of your life, you, yourself, your identity, how people see you, how you come across, you have gone through a deep transformation uh, with intensity in depth into changing and, and evolving into who you are now becoming. So this is going to be the ending of this Scorpio um Taurus eclipse phase of your personal evolution and a regeneration. So this part of your life is going to be coming to a close. There is this beautiful grand earth trine that uh, includes your third house of communication and your 10th house of, I'm sorry, your 11th house of your dreams, your goals, what you want to do, and your 7th house of partnerships. So where things come to a wash at this point, you're going to have this full moon. It's going to be this ending, this closure, um, revealing just the last bit of nuggets of information that you need in order to move on with the 7th house uh, people in your life. Um, these could be, your, you know, your business partners, your significant others, revealing, okay, I really can trust you. I can be my absolute self with you. And you can, you can leave your secrets with me. Scorpio is the house of deep bonding. And this is you looking for partners, friends, significant others that you can trust a hundred percent completely. And so this last year and a half has given you this opportunity to tune into your communication, your third house with siblings or neighbors and changing your goals and connecting them with the partners that you are now going to be moving forward with. This is going to be this final push of a release of any emotional baggage so you can let go of these old uh, patterns that you've had and embracing the sense of empowerment where you want to move forward in life. And so you are going to take all of this and say, I now need some rest and recovery and to tune into my body. All right, so Scorpio, 
I would love to hear about how this resonates with you in the comments below. And for more, please check out the October horoscope and check out the video on uh, destiny and fate. And please join me Tuesdays live 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time where we either talk tarot or we discuss the new moon or full moon of what's coming up. And to receive updates as soon as they're released, please subscribe. So for Sagittarius Sun and Sagittarius Rising, this eclipse is occurring in your 11th house. The 11th house represents your hopes, your wishes, your dreams, your the peers that you surround yourself with, whether it be at work or within activities that you want to, like some things that you want to study, some things that you want to do. These are your goals of things that you want to do in your outside life uh, for your career or for pleasure. Now, the sun is here and that represents your ninth house it's the depositor of and so that bring brings in the topics of places that you want to travel people that you want to connect up with the ninth house is the study of foreign people places things it's going there it is higher knowledge it is philosophy religion it's the house of publishing the moon is the depositor of your eighth house of shared resources. This is alimony, child support, cash, property, anything that you have a contract with somebody else. This could be a business contract or a personal contract. And this is also where wills or money has been donated to you. It's also the house where uh, you have shared resources with somebody that could be like a business partner. And so we have Mercury. Mercury is in the sign of Libra. It's moving direct and that is regarding your career and regarding your partnership. So all of these themes are where you are now going to be starting new new themes of what you want to do in life. Something started back in April and so now the themes were on um, who are you? What is your identity? Um, what, are, what is your individuality? This is going to be a time of self-discovery for you. You're going to be taking these bold actions and the Libra axis is representing where you need balance, where you need harmony in your life, where you've given too much of yourself. The 11th house is where you follow somebody else's dreams and goals and you need to be focused on what are yours. Now, now, the north node is pointing to your fifth house of what brings you pleasure, what brings you joy. It is the house of children being childlike. It's the house of creation. It is the house of art and music and poetry and anything that brings you joy. And are you focused on what brings you joy? That's what this lunation is about. It's about planting seeds where you can work on addressing your imbalances where you have been focused on pleasing other people and not having healthy boundaries and not focused on what really brings you joy. So it will affect partnership, your contracts that you have with others. This could mean like if somebody has says, hey, let's take this class and you just say, yeah, well, I want to take something that's similar to that. And they're like, oh yeah, this is kind of close. And you just doing it. Those are your ninth house themes. Or let's travel here and you just doing it without saying, you know what? I want to go here. I want to do this. This is going to be a time for the next year and a half of you addressing 
where you have these imbalances of not putting your needs before everybody else. This only happens every 18 years. And so really focus on diplomacy and finding equilibrium with where are your boundaries? Are you putting your needs before everybody else's and finding a healthy boundary? This, this is about your partners. This is about people that you share contracts with. And this is also including you with traveling and in your workspace. All right, so as we move forward, let's take a look at uh, the next eclipse. So for the next eclipse, that happens on the 28th. And so for that, this is a culmination. It's an ending. And hallelujah for that, because it's been a year and a half. A year and a half of you've been focusing on your health issues, finding um, mentors or guides that will support you through um, things that have been going on in your life. Um, the 12th house had you going deep. Having the sun in your 12th house had you focusing in on karmic issues. And if you don't believe in past lives, then it's like things that have been passed down from one generation to another. And you saying, I can't do it just because everybody else has done it before me or every other woman in my life has done it or every other, um, it's, it's not, it's about getting rid of the karma. It's getting rid of what is supposed to be what you're supposed to be doing. You are supposed to be following your authentic path. And this is releasing yourself, transforming yourself and indicating a phase of your personal evolution and regeneration of who are you embracing you being stable with your desires, balancing your material wealth or your material needs with your emotional needs. Having all of these planets in your 12th house is going to give you this very intuitive, um, psychic, I know what I have to do. I have to take care of my mental, physical, spiritual health and well-being because if I don't, I get ill. I have to take time out and take care of my needs before I take care of other people's needs. And all of this has been pushing you with Jupiter expanding this area of your life. The um, with Jupiter in this area of your life with um, Uranus, this has brought to you great changes with uh, who you were using as a guide, who you were using as a mentor, you searching out people that could move you along further with your mental health or your spiritual health or your physical health. This could be a new exercise routine. This could have been anything. It's about you supporting yourself and not giving everything of yourself. The sixth house is where we, it's our daily habits and it's where we volunteer and it's the, the balance between home and work. And with having this last year and a half, uh, these two areas of your life activated, it was you giving too much of yourself and not taking enough time out for your personal needs and letting go of these old patterns where you just don't do it just because it's expected of you and everybody else has done it before. So you're going to be moving into uh, a release of emotional baggage and letting go of old patterns and a transformation of exploring what are your wants, your needs, your desires, and being stable with where you're moving forward. Um, this has a, been a, a, a transformation of you focusing in on what do you need so you can have these healthy boundaries. Um, 
moving you forward in your life, closing out this past chapter and moving into the next chapter. And this is going to, I'm going to circle two more things. This is going to include themes because of this beautiful trine with your career, your job, and your self-worth, your cash, your property, your resources. So closing out this chapter of who you are, um, financially at home and your self-worth with work and taking care of your physical needs. All right. So Sagittarius, I would love to hear about how this resonates with you in the comments below. And for more, please check out your October forecast and also check out the video on destiny and fate. Please join me Tuesdays live 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time where we either talk tarot or we have an astrology update. And for uh, updates as soon as they're released, please subscribe. All right, for Capricorn and Capricorn rising, this eclipse is occurring in your 10th house and it is illuminating also uh, issues or things that are going to be going on in your fourth house. So your 10th house is your career, your job, your legacy. It's your life path in the outside world of what you're doing, what you wanna be known as. And the opposition is your north node that has to do with your home, your family, your roots, your foundation. So I would expect that there was something that was triggered back in April, probably just a smidgen before April, because uh, the energy is always like four to six weeks before. So maybe closer to um, March. And so uh, the eclipse has started with this Aries Libra axis that's affecting your career and your home. So over the next 18 months, I would expect to see a new job, a new career, um, an ending of, a leaving of, a new beginning, something that has to do with your home, and this could be moving to a new home, or somebody moving out of your home, or this could be somebody moving into your home. But your home sector and your career sector are definitely going to be affected. The sun is illuminating also, or it's the depositor of your eighth house of shared resources. This is money that comes to you either through wills or through alimony, child support, or signed contracts that you have with other people. These could be business partners or significant others, but this is definitely um, a shared resources house. Now the moon, the depositor is your seventh house. The seventh house represents your partners. These are your one-on-one -on -one clients, your best friends, your significant other, your marriage partners, your, um, it's, it's the plus one house. Those two and in conjunction to Mercury is in Libra. Mercury rules your where do you want to go? Where do you want to do? Uh, like travel and higher knowledge and diving into spirituality and faith and hope and wanting to connect on a broader realm with other people, places, and things. And it's also the sector of your life where you balance your home, your life, and needing a mentor, needing a guide, needing somebody who can give you the advice to move through some of these topics. So all of these houses are going to be illuminated with the direction in which you're going. So you started something back in spring, and so for the next 18 months, you're gonna have these houses um, activated where there's going to be changes that will include, so any changes that happen will include um, your home, your partnership, your shared resources, where do we go? What do we do? Um, how do I make this happen? Do I work from home? Can we travel while we work? 
Um, I need to take into consideration how much do I work. Um, now this could be volunteering work. Remember that the sixth house is also pets and it's your daily service. It's your daily habits. And those are going to be brought into question of uh, either working too much, not working enough, ending this job, beginning a new job. All of these topics are going to be up for uh, new with what's going to be happening for you. You are starting a new area of your life where you're going to be representing or or looking to how do I represent myself? How do I look for my independent needs, my independent actions? I am looking for self-discovery. I need to be focused on what I want to do and where I have given up too much. The Libra axis is where you need these healthy boundaries and it's needing healthy boundaries with things that have to do with your work, your career, your job. It's about wanting to have some harmony. Uh, this is about partnerships and finding uh, balance. And so the eclipses, they work opposite of each other, working to bring about these changes where you are going to work to find boundaries with partnerships, significant others, home and work, shared resources. And otherwise, if you do not, it will wreak havoc on your health. So definitely stay in tune to your body and um, things that you need to, to take care of on a, a, a daily routine. So um, making sure that you're not working too much, that you're taking time out for your health or taking time out to exercise or to make sure that you're getting into the doctor or making sure that you are getting into that counselor or getting into getting getting connected with that guide or that mentor that you've set up for yourself so you can have success. All right, so knowing all this, this is the new chapter that is starting. So let's take a look at what is ending. So for the last year and a half, you have been working on your uh, the house of what brings joy to you. And we are having an ending of this 18 month cycle. And who do you connect up with in order to um, reach these goals that you've wanted? So remember that the eclipses, the eclipses go opposite than the rest of the planets and they set you up for success or they basically realign you for where you're going and what you're doing. And so now you're working on, you're finishing up, I'm solid, I'm stable, I've spent a year and a half working on um, what brings me joy. Is it children? Is it my children moving out? Is it my children graduating? Is it me diving into art or music or a sport or an activity? Um, what resources have I used? Um, have I reconnected or found new groups? Remember that the 11th house is the social circles that you run in in order to do better with your job or your career or with clubs or organizations. This is the house of your peers and this is also the house of when you find this new joy that you want to do. Maybe you took up piano or maybe you took up writing or maybe you took up um, uh, paint and sip and you found out that oh I really love to do this and so the 11th house is you finding other people who do like-minded things and so for the last year and a half 
that's been your focus or goal of how do I find out what is most important to me, um, regardless of what other people think. And it's you following this and transforming yourself in order for you to have your emotional needs met and your material needs being met and, and exploring what have been your desires, your wants, your needs. And so as we move forward, you're going to have um, for this last eclipse, there is Pluto in your first house of self, and we're going to have um, Venus in your ninth house. I love this trine because it's one last lunation that says whatever you are pushing to move forward with that's creative or with children or things that bring you joy. And, and these can be affairs, these can be gambling, anything that is the house of pleasure, it will be built on a solid foundation of where we have Pluto. Pluto is in your first house of self. It's going to transform. I want to do this because this is the mountain that I want to climb. This is how I want to be known. And then Mercury, Venus and Mercury in your ninth house means maybe you take a class, maybe you travel, maybe you take a workshop, maybe you dive into something that is completely unknown. And it's all going to be in this beautiful trine. The, a trine is where the planets are set up that uh, everything wants to work together in order to manifest this and make it easier for you to make it solid and reliable for you to move forward with. So this is your last chance. Um, enjoy this. Um, look at this full moon to say, okay, um, I have this ending and I want to... I where am I going with it? Well, you're going to be going with it that it might change where you live and it might change your career direction. So I would love Capricorn to hear how this resonates with you in the comments below. For more, please check out your October forecast and please check out the video on destiny and fate. And join me Tuesdays live at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time where we either talk tarot or we discuss the new moon or full moon lunations as they're affecting us. And for more updates as soon as they're released, please subscribe. All right. So for Aquarius Sun and Aquarius Rising, this lunation is occurring in your ninth house. I love this because you are now about to embark on a year and a half that began in spring of... I want to travel. I want to connect with other people who are not like-minded. I want to dive into what is new. I want to explore um, spirituality. I want to get my work published. I want to teach. I want to take a class. The ninth house is the house of all of those topics and more. And it's opposite of your north node in your third house of communication and you focusing in on what do you want to do, not following what other people want you to do. Aries Libra is about you representing yourself and you going after what do you want to do. This is going to be a time when you're going to you're going to say, I'm ready to start this. And if you want to join me, that's great. But if not, I need to do this on my own. Where we have Aries 
and this Libra. The Libra is where we have given too much and we've followed other people's path, or we've tried to make everybody else happy before making ourselves happy. This will be a time of like self-discovery of what it is. Your third house is not just learning, it's your siblings and how are you communicating with them, or your neighbors, or things that are happening close to home. So you're going to have this brand new lunation happen, and the sun represents uh, your seventh house, your partnerships, your significant others, your business partners, your one-on-one -on -one clients, and your best friends. So they're going to be affected by this. The moon rules over your sixth house of your mental, physical, spiritual health, well-being, your daily habits. It's the house where we find a mentor or we find a guide. And it's the house where we find a balance between um, working and home and uh, our daily service to other people, making sure that we have to take care of ourselves. Now, Mercury. Mercury is in on the picture too. Mercury rules over your eighth house of your shared resources that you have with other people. This could be contracts that you have with business, or this could be your investments. This is also the house of debts and it rules over your fifth house. The fifth house is the house of what brings joy to you. It can be children or it could be art, music, um, crafts, creativity. It's the house of affairs. It's the house of action. It's the house of things that bring you pleasure. So all of these are going to be topics with this eclipse. So I want you to think back to the spring and what were you starting? What changed for you that had to be with um, the way that you communicated, you having to start going after things that you want, that you need, because this is a new karmic journey. It's sending you off on a new evolution of who are you? Who are you independent of others, independent of your partners, of clients, of business partners, your resources that you share together, um, and what truly brings you joy? All of these are going to be topics for this next lunation and it's going to be activating all of these parts of your chart and it's a realignment of where you've been veered off path and now the focus is going to be on you all about your hopes your wishes your needs things that you want to do and you having to put yourself first as you move forward and so um, using your emotions and your feelings your intuition and pushing forth and saying I need healthy boundaries. I need, um, where, where do I need partnership? And does that partnership support me and finding equilibrium in your life? All right, so then as we move forward, on the 28th, we are going to have another eclipse. And so this is an ending to a cycle. So over the last 18 months, I am sure that you probably has, have revamped a lot of things that have had to do with home and your career. This has been a, a huge year, year and a half for you, Aquarius, because you probably have moved, you probably have shifted jobs, there have been like a, a, a topsy-turvy everything um, with things in your life that need to happen in order to make you feel um, solid, stable, and secure. Um, where you have Scorpio, that is your career of who do I trust? How do I trust? How do I feel secure in this? Um, Scorpio is about deep emotional connection and it's you wanting to have a connection with 
your job, your career, you needing to have a secure home, you needing to feel um, that your material needs and your emotional needs are both being met. And so the last year and a half have been this big push of who am I with out there in the outside world? Who am I with at home? And I need to be solid, stable, reliable. I need to have my inner circle tight. Now, there have there's this beautiful trine going on with your 12th house of Pluto transformation of clearing out karma, clearing out your fears, and uh, a combination of you connecting your resources with somebody else. Now, this could mean through alimony, child support, a prenup. This could be a will. This could be investments. Everything that's gone on over the last 18 months has been setting you up that you now are going to be working on your material needs and emotional needs that you're solid, you're stable, everything is good, and this is going to be the last push of, look, maybe we need uh, to combine our, our resources together. Like, we've come this far, what else can we do? These can be business partners or these can be significant others. This push is about ending this chapter of your life that okay, we're in this, we've moved, or we've, we've sold the home, or we ha I have this new career, I have this new job, and I'm in this with you, or I am in this with my partners that I work with, um, and I've cleared out my karma, and I, I now feel, I feel that my material self, my emotional self, I feel solid and stable with where we've come. This last eclipse is like a push of a final transformation of where you can release this emotional baggage and where you can let go of these old patterns that you've had and embrace a new sense of empowerment with where you are now moving forward with. Having the eclipses happen in your fourth and 10th house of your home and your career meant that those two major areas of your life were topsy-turvy for the last 18 months and now you are ready to say, okay, I'm done with those old patterns. I've pushed through and now I'm ready to focus on identity and identity with boundaries with people in my life. All right, so Aquarius, I would love to hear how this resonates with you in the comments below. And please um, check out the October forecast and check out the Destiny and Fate video for more information. And please join me live on Tuesdays, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we either talk tarot or we discuss the new moon or full moon lunations as they are occurring. And for more updates as soon as they're released, please subscribe. So for Pisces Sun and Pisces Rising, you're going to have a new cycle of your life that's starting that has to do with your second house of your self-worth, your cash, your property, how you see yourself, your money, your personal finances, your personal resources. And you're going to have a liberation and an eclipse happening in your eighth house of shared resources. So shared resources can mean alimony, child support, 
your debt, wills. It's contracts that you have with either business partners, significant others, or past partners that you still share contracts with. And this could be like um, uh, raising children or um, the like uh, um, marriages or business partners. And so we have the south node, the moon, the sun, and Mercury all in your eighth house of shared resources in the sign of Libra, where you're trying to find a balance. But the goal should be on, are you focused on your money, your finances first? Are you focused on bringing yourself the best? Are you putting your skills and your, your resources at the top here before making it equitable for everybody else? An eclipse is gonna eclipse people, places, and things into your life. So this could be somebody passing away and now there is money. Or this could be um, the children are coming of age and you're no longer having to pay the, the um, child support. Or there's a divorce or there is a, a, a separation of you and a business partner, and now we have to separate the resources. You need to make sure that you're focused on you and your individual needs. This is you liberating yourself from somebody else that you have uh, a type of a contract with. This is also the house of deep bonding. So it's not just um, material wealth. This could be uh, liberating yourself from somebody that you've been a partner with for a very, very long time. And this could be an intimate partner, not just a business partner. It's not only contracts and money and finances. And so you're having to liberate yourself and, and take care of your own resources before you take care of anybody else. Because if you're not taken care of, you cannot take care of anybody else. And so with this, we have Pluto square in your uh, 11th house of your wishes, your dreams, the people that you surround yourself with in order to accomplish what you want. And this is a square saying, look, if you are focused on making everybody else happy, pleasing everybody else, then you are not going to make yourself happy. This will not be good for you financially in the long run. Your self-worth will be, um, you'll, you'll feel terrible about yourself. This is, you have to look at what is binding you and where are you the victim, either by choice or circumstance, and how are you going to liberate yourself as you move forward? Those are the, the, the topics that this axis of this eclipse is taking you, and all these things that are happening up to this point are saying, pay attention to the synchronicity of these events, because it's pointing in the direction of what you're supposed to be um, focusing on for yourself, your needs. Self-indulgent. Think about you and your resources. Now, as we move forward into the 28th, we have another eclipse, but this is the ending of a cycle. This has been, an, an, it's an ending of an 18 month cycle for you that has had to do with you traveling, you connecting into spirituality, you publishing. Uh, the, the ninth house is the house of uh, cross-cultural experiences. It's where you become a student and now you become a teacher. It's foreigners, foreign people, places, things and you connecting on a deep level um, because Scorpio wants to know things intimately and the Taurus side is where I want to have things but I need solid stable reliable um, communication with my siblings with my neighbors with my 
work. Remember that the third house is not just your relationships, but this is where we get information in. This is where we write. This is where we journal. And so you've had for the last 18 months these opportunities of expanding your knowledge and uh, understanding spirituality or publishing or writing or journaling and traveling. And so now we have this opportunity of the culmination is going to be here. Maybe now the work is going to get published or maybe now you know what you're going to be working on or who you need to partner up with in order to make your dreams a reality because everything that you've been working on is moving you forward to something that has to do with your money, your finances, your self-worth, and who are you going to align yourself with contractually like this could be like a new business partner that comes in or a new um, significant other. Maybe you sign a prenup or it's definitely going to be about an ending in this area over the last year and a half of you've done the inner work, you've done all the work. Now you're ready to have the financial security that comes from it. All right, so Pisces, I would love to hear how this resonates with you in the comments below. For more information, please check out your October forecast and view the video on Destiny and Fate. And join me Tuesdays live, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we either talk tarot or we do the astrology new moon or full moon forecast. And for more updates as soon as they're released, please subscribe.